0: The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode, Game Day! on Spartans, Yay! your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back, 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 back. We are so back. We are so back. It's September 3rd. It's September 3rd. It's September 3rd. We are back to have the Michigan State football in our lives tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, ESPN, Beth Mowen's on the call. (laughs) Big Ten football's back. Michigan State football is back, and my goodness gracious, I cannot be more excited and scared for it. Oh boy, am I ready to be hurt again another fall, or unless, unless we go 9-3 or 8-4, something crazy like that. Uh, So much mystery around this season Uh, we will get to all this we will also hear from you guys too uh but first hey let's just do the quick housekeeping rate review subscribe to the podcast all right check uh this is the locked on spartans podcast we do this five days a week monday through friday okay check number two i am your co-host matt sheehan if you want to reach me locked on spartans at gmail.com or find me on twitter at sheehan underscore sports all right check 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 that takes care of all the housekeeping needs we are so back. I am throwing things all over the room like a maniac because I cannot uh, contain myself. Because I'm just that excited that Michigan State football is back, baby. Let's get just a quick temperature check because usually I, I, what I want to do here is like give you guys solid previews, good breakdowns, and everything like that. We use a lot of stats. However, this is a very unique situation here. Northwestern, as we talked two days ago with Drew Shott of the Daily Northwestern, they've lost 4 trillion players. Michigan State, a lot of kids coming out, a lot of kids coming in, new quarterbacks. I I feel like finding stats for both these teams would be a pretty tough task. So, segment one, we're going to get a quick temperature check from myself and a lot of the fan base. Segment two, I'm going to bring you five keys to the game, and then segment three, like I'm not going to do a betting segment here on football week one. You'd be out of your mind if you think I wouldn't be doing that to end the show. So without further ado, let's just get this quick temperature check in. Um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a basket of emotion. I, I'm hopeful for tonight's game. I know Michigan State is technically underdogs, opened as six and a half point underdogs, and now they're three point underdogs. But I'm, I'm at the point where I'm expecting a win now. With that said, I, I, I'm a little scared. Yeah, this this Evan Hall guy, their running back over at Northwestern. I, listen, I know they lost Cam Porter, their stud running back, but I think this backup, he, he has big playability. We'll get to him later in segment two. And also Hunter Johnson, I, he was atrocious, atrocious in 2019, specifically against the Spartans there's no way he could be that bad again right I, I, you'd hope over the course of you know two seasons that he would improve so I'm just wondering how much he improved there what I did is uh, I reached out on Twitter uh, I said hey let's just get a whole vibe check of the of the fan base how are you feeling are you nervous are you scared do you have any big predictions and a lot of you guys uh, responded so first off thank you for that. And uh, second off, let's just start with this one right here. Uh, This reads, I am guaranteed to overreact to a win or a loss. Win and I predict college football playoff loss and it's Tyler O'Connor level concern. Just want to harp on that for a quick 30 seconds here. What a powder keg uh, of emotions is this going to be for the fan base here? A lot of us don't really know what to expect. And it's not just because we don't know what MSU is all about. We also don't really know what Northwestern's all about, other than that they're replacing a lot, and this should be a gettable game here. Northwestern, historically, not too great in September. Even in their good seasons, they come slow out of the blocks. This is a gettable, gettable game. If you win, oh my. Mel tuckers he's speeding up the process of getting MSU back in the map. You get a loss? Oh, great. Awesome. Another two-win season right down the pipeline. So, yeah, I'm just excited for, um, and I'll be included in it, no doubt. I'm not saying everyone else but me is going to do it. Oh, no, I'm i am going to overreact one way or another, and I, I just can't wait to do it. So let's just go down the list here of what uh, everyone else said. Uh, this is from Odell Bretham Jr., who should have been nominated for a select director, but I digress. My heart has never been filled with more joy. Tomorrow evening is the beginning of the new era in college football. Like a phoenix from the ashes, Mel Tucker and MSU football will rise again to our full glory. Hell, yes, Brett, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, my guy, Dave Ostergaard, feeling confident. Too confident? Excited for the helmets on the field. Amen. Script State's going to look nice. Quarterback play worries me. Wild prediction. Three overtime game that we actually win this time. Shades of 2018 right there. I think that was 2018. Regardless, you probably know what game I'm talking about. Uh, this, Okay, thank you, Randy, for this one. Unrelated, but Western beats Michigan Saturday. Put it on the board. Hell yeah, Randy. Let's go. Fire it up. Mitch Stewart uh, writes, I'm feeling great. Regardless of the outcome, Spartan football is back. I'm excited to see how the new pieces work together. Excited for the true year one of Mel Tucker. The thing that worries me is the possibility that Hunter Johnson actually makes big strides. MSU wins 28-24. Not even big strides. I'm just worried about like the marginal strides. He was so bad two years ago that like I- I'm wondering if he-, he can even get back to just average quarterback play. And if that happens, I- are his receivers going to be good enough? Like, yeah, they got Stephon Johnson over from Kansas, but th- that is a small receiver core. I think their tallest starter is only six feet, and that's a roster height. The other two guys that they project to start at receiver are both 5'10". But, hey, not bad for uh, you know two transfer cornerbacks in Chester Kimbra and Ronald Williams to start up against, or Kalen Gervin. We'll see who gets the start. Uh, Tim Talti really sums it up extraordinarily well. Scared, nervous, happy, excited. Can't wait to see the new-look Spartans. Now I'm scared again because of how excited I am. Tim, me are, and you are aligned. Uh, my own optimism keeps me up at night. I I, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, Thomas Zambiasi. This game's either going to be really, really ugly or a shootout. No in-between. I. This is going to be a filthy game. This. I would be shocked, shocked if this is a shootout uh, a la the uh, MSU Baylor Cotton Bowl. And let's just go Joshua Saldana. I'm feeling pretty confident we can pull off the road win in Evanston. It'll be ugly, no doubt, but MSU will be less ugly. That's the name of the game here, baby. That's the name of the game. And he also plugs in a 28-24 prediction. Rachel Richardson. Nothing beats the debilitating anxiety that comes from watching MSU football. Already starting to feel it in the crisp, jet-sweeping fall air. Love that. She also writes bold prediction. Defense channels her inner 2013 against three interceptions, one for a touchdown. Heck yes, baby. That is what I am talking about. Brian Watson, two new quarterbacks on the field. This will all come down to ball security. Whoever wins the turnover margin wins the game. I like that take. That is not a a bad one whatsoever. Yeah, hey, Vegas has this over under at 45. Very low scoring game. Turnovers will be at a premium if you get that ball when you're on defense. uh, It's always important in every game. But a low-scoring game? Yeah, that much more important. Let's go. I'm so excited. Jagmaster. Stoked and excited. Feels like the dogs have a lot of momentum going, but if we lose, I'm going to be absolutely pissed. You know, hey, we're underdogs this game, but still, I kind of fall in the same category too. I, I will be a little disappointed if MSU does not win this game. Uh, I love this prediction, too, from Jackson. Keon Coleman, first touchdown of the year. Uh, Mac What writes, our offense is going to shock some people. Uh, D's Noof, what a great name, making my liquor store list right now. No matter what happens, I will be ready. Amen, brother. We are fired up for this game. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. And really quick, last one. Colin Jankowski. I'm both very excited and very nervous. Excited for Spartan football to be back and be back at my first game with fans since the pinstripe ball. Ooh, we late touchdown seals the deal. MSU 28 to 17 and Kenneth Walker scores our first touchdown. Whew. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm I'm stoked. I'm pumped. And I'm also excited to talk to you people about built bar. Yeah. Hey, you like that? A little segue there. I thought I did an okay job there. After this break, guys, I will be giving you five keys of the game coming up in order. But, yeah, just like I said, first got to talk to you beautiful people about Bilt Bar. Nine flavors coming in hot from Bilt Bar. Every single one delicious. Let's go through them, shall we? Coconut, Cherry barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate. If you don't know what flavor's for you, well, how about a mixed box? You're going to get two of each of those nine delicious flavors that I just read off. Not only are built Bars just so good, so delicious, delicious on your body. Check out what they have here. Each flavor, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Each flavor, calories ranging from 130 to 180. Each flavor, just four to five grams of sugar, and each flavor, just four to five grams of net carbs delicious, every single one of them. And do you know what's even tastier? How about a promo code? How about a promo code? LOCKED15. That's one word. LOCKED15. When you go to built.com to get 15% off your first order. That is promo code LOCKED15 at built.com for 15% off your first order. Built.com. Go get your Built Bars. All right, let's uh, let's let's break this thing down here. Uh, we, I got five keys to the game coming up. And I'm going to do this in order. Like The first one I read will, will be the fifth key to the game, and then the fourth key, and then I'll, I'll work my way up to what I think will be the biggest key of the game coming up. And if you don't uh, agree with some of these keys, or if you think I've missed one, hit me up. Sheehan underscore sports on Twitter. First and foremost, hey, it's a Big Ten game. I, I would be remiss if I did not include this part of the keys, and I think this is a very legitimate one, but it, it's the, the punt and kickoff team. Yeah, we're going to start off with special teams here, and for good reason. Uh, the, the first one being that, like I said in the first segment, the over-under is 45 points. That is projected to be a low-scoring game. They are predicting Vegas's a 24-21 to 21 Northwestern win, if you factor in the spread, as well. That reads and screams to me that field position will be the name of the game here. Bryce Behringer, who just got a scholarship, actually. Uh, Solid punter, solid. Probably not in the upper third of the Big Ten, but probably not in the lower third either. He's right there in the middle. What I'm more so talking about, though, with punt and kickoff team is the return game for each of them, the opposing return game more so. Too many times last year whether it be kickoff or punts, uh, coverage just fell apart. You go back to and pick pick your game, really. I, I don't even have to sing a lot of specific one. Whether it be the Michigan game and, oh, there goes Giles Jackson returning a, a, a punt 40 yards that he should have been dead to rights on. Or, oh, great, Iowa, I have take that to the house. Awesome. woohoo! hoo we, we cannot have these ridiculous 20, 30, 40, or touchdown punt return runs from the opposition. Also, on the flip side as well, MSU has got to start returning punts here too. They only had five punt return attempts last year. Total of 33 yards at 6.6 yards per punt return. My biggest gripe, and I harp on this time and time again. If you've been a listener to this pod, this will sound familiar. MSU never gets close to blocking a punt. And on the flip side, they never even get close to returning a punt either. What's happening what is going on in between the punt returner and and the punter? No rush, no setting up for a return. Hopefully we can iron that out this year. Second year of Rossell's. let's get something going here. So that's key to the game, number five. Number four, defensive and pass rush from your Spartans. Who I have circled on Northwestern's entire roster is their left tackle, Peter Skoronski. Skoronski. Started every game last year as a freshman, earned himself all Big Ten second team honors. Uh, Northwestern last year gave up the conference third best 1.29 sacks per game. Solid offensive line, and it's anchored by him. He's already been on Phil Steele's preseason All American second team. Guy's big, the guy's good, the guy's athletic. Last year, Michigan State. I went back and I watched some film. Uh, they pretty much threw every defensive player at him. You know, a little bit of Dowell, a little bit of Beasley, a little bit of Jack Camper. Like they, they really mixed up what looks they were giving Skoronsky last year. I expect they'll do the same thing as well. Ethan wider, sorry, Widerker. Ethan Widerker is the right tackle here. Started eight of the nine games last year for Northwestern. So he comes back with experience as well. So we're going to tap in on Panashouk, we're going to tap in on Beasley, Drew Jordan, Tank Brown, or if they send a, a nuclear missile from the nickel position, whoever it be. Defensive and pass rushing. Get Hunter Johnson super uncomfortable. If you rattle his cage early, hey, listen, the last time he played football in live play, not too good at it back in 2019. So get shake up this guy's confidence. Let's, let's go, get after him. Number three, and this is going to be an obvious one here. Uh, quarterback play for your Spartans. Whoever it be, whoever it be, Russo, Thorne. There's two things that I want to see here. Is Number one, let the guy settle in. Allow him to throw the football. Open it up. Don't, don't start off with like, oh, handoffs. and, 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 and Get him comfortable and, and settled into the game. And I think it's a great opportunity to do so because this is a young secondary. The Wildcats have. They're also replacing a big talent in Grant Newsom from last season. Test them early. And the second point was quarterback two. I'm fascinated to see how long this leash is going to be. Is it two interceptions in the first half gets you benched? Is it uh, below 55% completion by the third quarter gets you benched? Will nothing get them benched? I'm fascinated to know what kind of leash these guys are working with. Not only do you have the jitters and the nerves of game one, but this is a close quarterback battle. This has been brought to the 11th hour. There's a guy right behind you. It is doubly pressure for whoever's going to be under center when the team takes the field on Friday. So that's the, the second biggest point is, Maybe give that quarterback a longer leash and let him know that too, just so if if this kid doesn't appreciate pressure that, well, hey, game one on the road, that's tough enough to to deal with. Your head on the line with a short leash, I, I, I hope that they don't have that pressure added as well. Key to the game number two is linebackers. Linebackers, linebackers for your Michigan State Spartans. Like I said, Cam Porter is down, the Wildcats' star running back. He's down, blew his knee in the weeks leading up to the season. Their backup, Evan Hall, I I don't think he's a joke. I think he's a pretty solid player. He's got big playability. Just 25 attempts last year. On those 25 attempts, 8.4 yards per attempt. Not the biggest guy, not a bruiser. He's a little jitterbug, but that's the thing. If he gets up to the second level and beats the second level of the linebackers, that's when I worry. He has breakout capability. No doubt Michigan State's front four is solid, probably as good as they come in in the conference. But if he breaks through that, okay, you only got two linebackers. It's it's, it's a 4-2 look. You got to be disciplined. We're looking at Noah Harvey, who was iffy with the discipline last year. Quaveras Crouch, awesome athlete, top 60 recruit. Still a new player, getting used to this new system. Still a little raw at linebacker, as he was a running back leading up to this point. You also have Chase Klein. You got Ben Van Summer behind him. We, we've got to find discipline with the linebackers here. We cannot let Northwestern's number two running back, who is solid, I think, beat you. And number one, the number one key to the game. Without a doubt, I don't think there's even an argument to be made about this. It's Michigan State's offensive line play needs to be clicking, clicking right off the top. Whether it's Thorne or Russo, buy that kid some time. You are going against a front four that is old and experienced. Granted, they don't have a lot of starts in their past, but they've certainly played a, in a lot of games last year. Almost everyone in the front four, if not everyone, is either a grad student or a senior by the quarterback sometime. And more importantly, even more so than that, is let's get this running game going. We cannot have Kenneth Walker be going into a, a brick wall the entire evening. We cannot have Jordan Simmons taking the ball and getting squashed like a bug immediately. let Eli Collins, Cook, just make holes. This is so obvious. This is such a stupid thing to even have to say out loud. But man, the, the offensive line needs to be road graders this game. It's an experience group. We've talked about it ad nauseum. About eight guys on this offensive line have a combined 121 starts. Not only do we want to see them have a good game, I also expect a good game from them. Especially also with friend of the program, Coach Kapilovic. He makes good offensive lines, and not only that, he makes them good fast. So with his second year, a full offseason of strength, conditioning, and coaching, I expect a good game from the offensive line. And also, point blank, if we don't get a good game from them, eh, forget about it. I mean, it's, it's probably going to be a 15-12 Northwestern victory because... Uh, we're, we're gonna. I think it's gonna be a race to twenty game. And with that said, we'll, we'll talk more about that in the next segment as we go through some bets. That's right, baby. It's gambling season. But first, speaking of bets, I need to talk to you, fine folks, about BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this fall. Get the updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open right now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball, boxing, golf, baseball, to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, let's get rocking and rolling here with some bets. Man, oh, man, I am pumped. Adrenaline is going to carry me through uh, pretty much the entire weekend here. I don't know. Um, I'm recording on a Thursday, obviously. Not not quite sure how I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Um, Also because I'll be going to the game, and I'm very excited about that. But I digress. Uh, I'm also very excited, too, about the whole betting aspect here. Uh, Every single week, I will be giving you guys five picks. I will make sure the MSU game is at least one of those picks, if not two, if I'm also liking the uh, spread and the total points. But in front of me, I've got uh, some big games here, and I want to start off with the biggest games of the weekend as well. Um, First and foremost, guys, uh, like I said, five bets. I I won't be doing units, but I will be trying to track my my picks throughout the season. Last season went okay, so we're due to regress to the mean here. That's why we call this Fade Friday. Fade me if you want to win. Let's start with the big noon Saturday kickoff between Wisconsin and Penn State. Penn State returning just one defensive line. Yes, they defensive line men, I should say. Yes, they are returning their three linebackers from last season, but who, who, that that wasn't the greatest linebacker play from the Nittany Lions last season. Wisconsin just replacing three starters on each side of the ball. Graham Mertz comes back. If you think I'm one of those suckers that is just so hyped for the Graham Mertz return. Well, guess what? You're right. I am a sucker. I think the guy is a great quarterback. I think he's going to come out hot. I think Wisconsin will come out hot. The spread is Wisconsin minus four and a half. And these are courtesy of betonline.ag, these numbers. Um, So I'm going to go with the Badgers here. I, I don't think four and a half is enough points. Also camp Randall, scares me, scares me, especially with it being the first game with fans in two years. These fans are going to be, as the kids say, hyped, and is what they will be. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Badgers, minus four and a half here to get their Big Ten championship campaign started. The next Big Ten game is a fascinating one, and you are out of your mind if you think I'm going to pick the spread of Indiana plus three at Iowa. I'm not going to pick a side here. That is way too many things going on here. I think Indiana is going to be a fine team. I don't think they will regress. However, Kinnick at home, 3 3 game for Iowa. I think Iowa is going to be a fine team this year. I I do not feel comfortable picking one or the other. What I do feel comfortable with, though, is that's right. I'm putting my thumbs down right now. You can't see it. I, I got two thumbs pointing way down because we are going under. We are going under whatever it's going to be, and it's a low number. It's 46. I'm going to go under. To try it and true, Iowa Hawkeye trenches are going to be fine. They're going to be just, just dandy. But, you know, on the flip side, and you're not used to hearing this, I think Indiana's trenches are pretty, pretty good as well. They ranked in the top 20 in a lot of metrics in the whole country last season, and they did not lose too much. In both trenches, I think this will be a grimy Big Ten game. So give me under 46 for India, Indiana versus Iowa. Really quick, it uh, doesn't sit well for me to bring this game up. But, God, this over-under is just such a big number that I feel like I, I can't miss it. But, yeah, I'm talking about the Michigan, Western Michigan game. The, the over-under, I, I had to, like, triple-check to see if this is even correct. It, it's 67. I'm like, okay, I, I get it for... Boise State, UCF, you know two offensive powerhouses, juggernauts. You know, UCF has got a great quarterback. Boise's got a, a steady offense returning for them. I, I don't get why it's so high for Michigan, Western Michigan. Um, usually, if a number's that high and you're confused, you, you want to take the over here, but I especially this early in the season where offenses still have yet to grow and click and usually it's defenses that get out of the gate faster than offenses. I have to go under 67 here. If, if if I lose this one, it does go over 67. Like I don't think I'll feel too dumb just because... I, what did you want me to do? Like Trust Michigan's offense to gas it up to 40 points? 50 points? Western Michigan's offense doing the same thing? I have a hard time believing this goes over 67. So my third pick is under 67 in Michigan, Western Michigan. The big game of Saturday night, plain and simple, I... Clemson minus three against Georgia, and that's exactly what I'm going to be doing here is is Clemson minus three. I, I am a huge, huge, huge believer in DJ Uyangale. if I'm saying that name right, more well known as DJU, the quarterback for Clemson. I think he's the real deal, and so does Dr. Pepper. Um, I also, on the contrary, I, I have zero faith in JT Daniels at Georgia as well. I, I don't I don't get the hype. Like, you're beat up for your job at USC. It took you two years to get the job at Georgia. Not only that, boy, what a terrifying secondary to open up the season against. Clemson might have the best secondary in the country. If not, top five. And if, okay, if you don't want to be too uh, stingy about it, top ten. That's going to be tough. Yeah, Georgia's talented, no doubt. They, They recruit with the best of them. I just need to see them actually win a big game before I pick them in a big game. So I'm going to go Clemson minus three here and drum roll. Folks, Evanston, beautiful weather. ESPN, Beth Moens, Spartans, Wildcats. Uh, Everything I just said, I, I don't know how that shapes up to be any high-scoring game, any slugfest. It is going to be filthy. Michigan State, new starting quarterback, even if it is Peyton Thorne. Okay, I'm still calling him a new starting quarterback. Hunter Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to call him a new starting quarterback too. A lot of players being replaced on both sides of the ball. But you know what? You can count on MSU's defensive line to be solid. And that is where... I sit here. I am going to go under 46.5 as my official pick for this game. My fifth and final pick is under 46. I think this game is a race to 20. Whoever cracks 20 points first, I think is, yeah, that's that's your victor right there. Unofficially, I, do I like MSU plus three? Yes, I do. And a lot of people are confident about it. There's a reason that spread has moved down a full three and a half points. A lot of people are on the Spartans, but more so, I, I there's a still too one too many question marks for Michigan State for me. How will the linebackers play? Will the quarterback come out swinging? How's the offensive line? I all, all all things point to everything being okay, good enough to beat Northwestern. But I I'm gonna take the sure thing here and I'm gonna go under 46 and a half for my final pick. Guys, that, that's it. That that wraps up our preview show today. Wow. What a what a time to be alive. Uh, wh- however you're watching the game, whether you're at Ryan Field, whether you're at your favorite bar, whether you're at home, whether you're – I had someone reach out to me over email. Uh, if, if you're in the hospital giving birth to uh, your, your third daughter of the family, wh- listening to Spartan Sports Radio on your iPhone, Oh boy, that's, that's one unique way to watch it. Best of luck to you, sir. Um, Guys, I just hope you enjoy it. What a special season we have coming up. We we got Mel Tucker, yes, in year two, but finally a year off a full off season, bringing in a ton of guys. There's reason to be optimistic about this season. Will it be perfect? Absolutely not. No, we're probably looking at a six and six season. But you know what? That's a six and six season. I feel happy about because we that is an upward trajectory. Yes, there will be losses. There might even be blowout losses. But you know what? We're going to get through those, and we're going to enjoy the wins. We're going to do it all together because we're just we're the best fan base out there, guys. Ain't no family like the Spartan family. And I'm excited to ring in this game night with you. And the next 11 or 12 game nights following that as well. Betting on the Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, Ron team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you beautiful people get your podcasts. Let's go. Enjoy the night, guys. Get the drinks flowing. Stay hydrated, though. Go green.